I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. It's a Trump arrest Tuesday. And again, uh, indicted, uh, impeached, uh, indicted and impeached. This is a a non-case. This is basically the district attorney who is supported by George Soros. Alvin Bragg is a Soros puppet. He did this because he said he would do it. And I, I was on Emerald Robinson's show today. That was a nice podcast. And we like Emerald a lot. She used to be on Newsmax. And she was asking me about this too. And what popped into my brain was, this guy doing these indictments, this guy doing what he did today, the Soros-backed guy who obviously didn't have a brain, is literally heralding over a, a county in New York, a borough in New York, that is seeing skyrocketing crime. People are afraid to even go there. And then he takes to the podium with his big fat face and decides to say that this is a major crime that we can't turn our backs to. The federal government under Joe Biden decided there's nothing here. The feds aren't going after him. Now, the feds are trying to go after him on what he had at Mar-a-Lago, which is another non-case because a president has every right to declassify anything he wants. And the Presidential Records Act also means that anything he had, didn't matter, uh, is fine. So there's no case there either. Then there's a case in Georgia. Case in Georgia is there's an allegation that he made a phone call saying, you need to find me 11,000-something votes, which he didn't say. What he said was, there were a ton of votes that you shouldn't have counted because they were against the law in Georgia. I don't need 200,000. I just need 11,000. He wasn't asking the, the Secretary of State nor the, the governor of Georgia to find him votes and cheat. He was saying, I don't need that many. See, here's this big fat non-case in, in New York just so they can say they did it. Just so that he Why is it okay for somebody to run? Like, like let, let me put this out here. I'll put it out this way. I don't like the district attorney in Bear County, Texas. I think Joe Gonzalez is a Soros puppet, non-lawyer. Well, he's a lawyer, but he doesn't understand the law because he doesn't want to enforce the law. Who's somebody who wants anarchy in the streets and has made our county, Bear County is where San Antonio is, much less safe. The bad guys get away with anything that they want to get away with in Bear County, Texas because of this guy. I don't like him as the district attorney. Might be a nice guy, never met him. He wasn't smart enough to reach out to me. But I don't like the guy. Not for the job. Now that I've said that, can he run next time saying, if you elect me again, I'll get that Joe Pags. Can he really do that? Just target some citizen? I'm going to get that Joe Pags. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him good. Letitia James the Attorney General of New York somehow, ran saying she was going to get Donald Trump. How is that okay? Alvin Bragg, Soros puppet, like Gonzalez is a Soros puppet, ran saying he was going to get Trump. You can say I'm going to get an American citizen and get away with that? That's a valid election tactic? I'm running for election. I'm going to get that Kerry Lockie. Kerry, that wouldn't feel too good, would it? No, it would not. I think that should be against the law in some former fashion. It doesn't make any sense. And not only did he get away with it, he won the election. Not only did he win the election, then he followed through an election campaign promise that he would get Donald Trump. You can't run saying you're going to get somebody. Remember, 
He was an assistant DA in the same office, and he's the one allegedly that told the previous DA, we don't have anything on him. We can't go get him. And then he ran saying he was going to get him, and now he's charged him. I feel strongly that's the last thing he'll be able to do to Donald Trump. You can charge him, but there's no conviction on the way here, but they're going to drag this out as long as they can. And it's ridiculous, and it's sick. Got Roger Stone next hour. Going to break this down. Roger Stone will be with the president tonight, the former president in Palm Beach. We'll be there to talk to him while the president's speaking. I did. Carrie, of course, I said, to, make sure you tell Don. I said, hey. Of course, yes. I'm Why sure could I not? I, I'm along, still me. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. So uh, let me go to the phone lines. A lot of people want to be heard. If you can't get through the phone lines, and you probably can't right now, JoePags.com. Scroll down. Click on contact. I want your thoughts on this. Posted a couple of videos today. One with uh, the former president in court, and I make a comment there. Another one with Corrine Jean-Pierre claiming that Joe Biden did not get a heads up. He did not know. Carrie, Joe Biden found out after Trump was indicted. He found out on the news. That's what I heard today. Yeah. We'll make sure we bring that to you as well. Let me go to the phone lines in the meantime. It's going to be uh, Julie, who is in Texas. Julie, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I agree with everything you just said. Thank you. Everything. But my question is, so if, if this all happened in 2016, and Donald Trump was president for four years. Right. Is there something that says that he cannot be tried or prosecuted during his four years? And they subtracted that in order to make it the five years for the felony? You cannot, you cannot indict a sitting president. You can do impeachment and high crimes and misdemeanors to try to get rid of him. Then he can be indicted. But you can't indict a sitting president. That does not take away from the five-year uh, statute of limitations. The statute of limitations is a, okay. chrono- is a chronological thing. In other words, time doesn't stand still because he's president. Okay. And, and by the way, okay, he's, been out, he's been out for a couple of years. They could have they could have already done this, and they didn't do it. Julie, I appreciate that. He, he was out by the time they could have brought the case, but they didn't bring the case. They had, they had plenty of time to do so. And it's, it's actually a very good, it's a reasonable question because will Alvin Bragg now tell the Justice Department or the courts that I couldn't do it because he was president, now I was able to do it? And I think the court's proper answer should be, well, um, you had the chance for two years up till now. What happened? Good question, though. Really is a very good question. Uh, let me go to uh, Jace, who's in California. Jace, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering, uh, did he bail out? No, on, on recognizance. He was not... He was not uh, um, held oh, on bail, no. Yeah. Okay, and another thing with the statute of limitations, is it uh, because he never was actually charged back then, is it still going to count? What do you mean? He was never formally charged back when, uh, years ago or whatever. Now they formally charged him. Right. So does the statute of limitations still count? Uh, Jace, I hear you. I, I'm losing your phone a little bit, but it sounds like you're asking me if it still counts because they charged him today. Um, if you're going by the letter of the law in New York, you've got two years to bring some sort of charges on a misdemeanor. They're charging him with 34 felonies. So in New York, you've got five years to charge a felony case. The five years would have started in 2016. The five years would have ended in 2021. They should not be charging him now. Alvin Bragg decided he would charge him anyway. So my guess is Trump's lawyers will go through this with a fine-tooth fine comb, and their first motion will be to dismiss because the statute of limitations is up. That would be their first smart thing to do. But even if the, the judge were to dismiss, and you never know, th- this judge, 
that is presiding over this case, his daughter worked for, for the Harris campaign, okay, Kamala Harris, and uh, has deep ties with Biden and Harris. So we already know which way this judge is leaning. But even if the judge were to to say yes to to throwing out the charge, no charges here after the statute, Alvin Bragg still gets to say I indicted him. Alvin Bragg still gets to say I arrested him. And that's what they wanted. Believe me, that's what they wanted. I will have Corrine Jean-Pierre and her ridiculous sound bites from today later on in the program. Make sure that you stay right here. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, Mario, who's in Florida. Mario, what's going on? Hi. Hey. Uh, as I was listening on the radio to what was all this goings on in New York, it occurred to me that, figuratively speaking, the Biden administration is doing what ancient armies did after defeating the enemy. They were parading the defeated general through the city. I said, oh, my God. You know, I'm sure Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are dancing a jig. This was a propaganda coup that would have made Joseph Goebbels proud. The, uh, anyway, they were marching, parading their captured, their defeated general through the city the same way the ancient uh, – Ancient armies used to do. Uh, I hear you, but Mario, uh, unfortunately for the left, who may have been doing that, hey, maybe you're going to something, it's blown up in their faces. He's gone up 10 to 20 points, depending on which poll you look at, since the indictment. And he says he has collected 10000 or $10 million in donations to his campaign. So they just gave him $10 million and just gave him double-digit increases in every poll for president in 2024. So whatever they're trying to do, it blew up in their faces. There is no serious case here, no matter what Alvin Bragg has to say. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to Chuck, who's in Toledo. Chuck, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I love your show, uh, Joe. Thank and, you. Um, I got to tell you, the, pe- the people in Ohio, they're really fired up about what they're doing to Trump. Especially, I don't know if you heard today, they had uh, Kucinich, who used to be the former governor here, and he said that the independents weren't going to vote for Trump in four years. And, you know... Him being a, a Republican governor, I can't believe that he would say such a thing. You know, I always thought he was a closet Democrat anyway. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, – Well, well hold, on, hold on, hold on. You, you, said, you, said, you, said, yeah. you said Kucinich. Kucinich was a Democrat. Uh, did you mean Kasich? I mean Kasich. Yeah, yeah. Kasich. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, he came out today. It was just on the radio a while ago, and he was uh, saying that with his indictment, uh, it's going to – come back and no one's going to vote for Trump, especially the independents. Yeah. He hates Trump. I totally disagree with him because I've talked to people that are Democrats here yeah. around uh, Ohio that, I, that I've run into, and they said they can't believe what they're doing to Trump, and people are flying their flags, and I've, I've seen Good. a lot of support. I think he's going to do real well real well here in a couple of years. Well, well, Chuck, let me throw this at you. I was in Cleveland for the, for the convention in 2016, and John Kasich wouldn't even go there. He doesn't like Trump. He's always been an anti-Trumper. He ran against Trump in 2016. So there's nothing new there with, with John Kasich doing this. He probably will throw himself into the ring. But but it's funny that you said Dennis Kucinich because Kucinich was a Democrat who's actually come out and said this isn't okay and this isn't fair and this isn't right. So I like that. Uh, I like that you brought that up because yeah. I want to remind people that John Kasich had an opportunity to get on the right side of things back in 16 and he didn't even go to the convention in his own state. That told me a lot. Yeah, I, um, you know, I'm just, the people in Ohio, even our current governor, when Trump, uh, showed up in East Palestine, he, he didn't even come to, to the event. Or I take it back. He did come days later, but he's never really supported Trump either. So, you know, Trump, I, I really admire him. He just reminds me of the guy in Walking Tall, yeah. you know, and, 
and um, I just hope that he stays strong, and, and I think he will, and I think he's going to be the president again. I got you, brother. I appreciate you calling in from Ohio, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. John Kucinich is very much like uh, Trey Gowdy turns out to be. Well, he said some things today that I thought were ridiculous. He's also like Paul Ryan. These are rhino uh, Republicans. These are Republicans that really shouldn't even use that nomenclature. They're not conservative at all. At the end of the day, what you have to do is you've got to stand up for who you believe is closer to you in values. And between Biden and Trump, Trump is way closer to anybody who's even moderate and leans right a little bit, way closer than Biden will ever be. But these people are establishment, and they have a problem with Trump changing up the establishment and changing up the apple cart and going after the swamp. This is all this is. Trust me when I say there is no case here because they're trying to tie the allegations, not even the allegations, the charges in New York and Manhattan to federal election law in a federal election. It's not going to hold water, but they're getting what they want. They arrested him. They indicted him. They can say, look at that, twice impeached and once indicted. This is what the whole game is. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for taking the time. We're talking about the arrest of Donald Trump today. He was let out on his own recognizance. He's back in Florida now. Expecting to hear from him tonight in my third hour. It should be 8.15 Eastern time. Uh, We'll see how that goes. We'll take it if we can, if it's during my show. And we'll even blow off the commercial breaks. But the local stations, I want you to know, you can take your breaks. I'm not here to tell you that you can't. But uh, we will put on the 45th president of the United States. Should he come to the microphone and the camera, I'll show him as well. If you're watching in the live video stream, which is uh, JoePags.com, and click on Watch Now. All right? Uh, Meantime, got to tell you about uh, Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks always getting it done right. And now that we're in spring, it's time to clean that grill up and get ready for some spring grilling. You can save a bunch of money, too. You go to, go to omahasteaks.com and use code PAGS. I'll tell you how much money you're going to save. They made it easy for you to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. 50% off site-wide. Grab all your favorites like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air-chilled chicken, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout, you're going to get an additional $30 off your order. It's a perfect way to get fired up and get into something special this spring. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout and take advantage of this great deal. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. And you're going to want to hurry because 50% off site white is only happening for a limited time. So don't miss your chance. Omahasteaks.com, code PAGS. Omahasteaks.com, code P-A-G-S. Um, check out and get an additional $30 off your order when you do that. And there's semi-annual sale happening today. Minimum order may be required. Appreciate you doing that because I'm, I'm enjoying the Omaha steaks. Uh, it's, it's delicious. We've been eating them for, for years now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you waiting, Anthony. What's on your mind? Hi. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. So, you know, the past three years has been pretty miserable for most of us economically. And the Biden administration hasn't had any wins. The Democrats haven't had any wins. And we all know that the liberal base, they love to see an attempt on Trump's head. And I I think it's just just a way to rally their base during an election period. I think it's all political, just like Rush Limbaugh would have told us. Everything's political. 
and the timing of this is suspect and they should be ashamed. They shouldn't be ashamed for, for actually prosecuting. It's just the timing of it is, is what they should be ashamed at. If it turns out um, that this is for political reasons, you know, that's something that, you know, it's going to haunt us for a while. And I just, uh, right. it's a sad day. It's a sad well, day. Anthony, I'm going to tell you what, something you already know. They aren't ashamed and they won't be ashamed because the, the, that's not who they are. Their DNA is not to be ashamed. Their DNA is to squash the competition, whatever you have to do. Sam, appreciate you waiting. What's happening? Hi. Yes. Um, you had a caller on a little while ago that um, was talking about uh, the statute of limitations and she was commenting on how that because the Trump was in office, maybe that had some impact on the limitations. Right. Um, and um, actually, um, there are many incidences uh, that could apply where you have the limitations are told. Um, I, I'm an attorney and I just know that there's, I don't know about this specific situation, right. but for example, if you leave the country, it can toll the limitations for while you're out of the country. Okay. So I would say there's probably a pretty good chance that him being in office told the limitations and that's how they're getting it inside the five years. I'm not a lawyer. I so mean, I you're, you're clear. Imagine they would. No, no, I'm with you, but you're clearly smarter than I am, so I'm going to put that out up front. I don't think that's the case well, that's because... that's true, but... No, <laughs> exactly right. Um, I don't think that's the case <laughs> here, because they could have charged him in 2016, although there was a very limited amount of time where they could have. They certainly could have charged him over the past two years. Yeah. Um, and and that, that, uh, that, I, I think in Manhattan, what's going to happen is this judge, who is a anti, an anti-Trumper, he's going to say, we're going to blow off the, 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 uh, the, the statute of limitations because these charges are so serious. I think they'll say that. No, Go you ahead. can't... You can't blow. You can't blow up the statute of limitations when it's told. It's told for the exact period. Right. It would be told for four years. It, it's not like the the court cannot just blow up the statute of limitations. They will only if it's allowed. But I think it is allowed here because it probably was told for four years. I think you make and a good case. For the period I, I, that you cannot be charged. The, the problem is the indictment was released today, all thirty four counts, and nothing like that was mentioned. So I'll be very interested in finding out why they think they can still charge him after the statute of limitations is up. You and who knows? You, you might yeah, be right. You would not have that in the indictment, though. It wouldn't but they would have to explain how they could charge indictment. him after the statute of limitations ends. They'd have to say so. They'd say, we can still do this because. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I do, but I don't think they'd have to put it in the indictment. Okay, I got you. Sam, very good information. We'll find out, that's for sure. Keep it here. Much more to come. You're listening to Joe Pags.